Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. I am so thrilled that you are here. Thank you so much for joining me today and for joining your fellow listeners. Yay for community. So today, I am going to share some scientific factual information and personal thoughts and thoughts of some others, some psychologists, that will likely be seen as controversial or aggravating to some. Maybe to many, which is why I feel the need to talk about it. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Perhaps this will resonate with more people than expected. So the topic today is debunking the law of attraction and championing the principle of attraction instead. All right, let's get into it. I'm going to say this right off the bat. The law of attraction is metaphysical pseudoscience. It is not a law of nature. The law of attraction is considered by its proponents to be a universal law dictating that like always attracts like and negative always attracts negative. This concept is based in the belief that the universe listens to the desires that consume our earth-residing human thoughts and subsequently provides us those desires because we focused on them in thought. It's the notion that if you think it, it will come. Essentially, it's based in the belief that the universe possesses awareness and prioritized awareness of our thoughts as well as a sentient agenda to provide each of us nearly 8 billion earthling humans our deepest yearnings. Now, my question for everyone is this. How does this mindset, how does this belief differ from the now ancient and scientifically refuted belief in executive gods who were once thought to grant or deny us that which we desired. This concept, this belief of the existence of all-knowing and all-providing gods is now considered mythology, mythical, fictitious. Moreover, supporters of this law suggest thoughts are tangible forms of energy that travel the earth, influence the thoughts of others, and create what we are thinking about within the grand universe. The thing is, energy is not a tangible thing. Energy, scientifically, describes an object's ability to cause change or do work. So if this law were to, in fact, be plausible, then the success rate for most, if not all people, should be 100% in manifesting what they want simply by thinking it. Ask, believe, and receive. We know this is not the truth. The success rate for those who follow the law of attraction is 0.1%, according to the law of attraction authority, John Osseroff. I don't know if I am saying his name correctly. Here's the individual and collective issue. Accepting this law as true strips you of your personal agency. This law is stating that by you living your life as though your goals, dreams, and desires have been realized, then you are alleviating doubt or negativity, which should realize and manifest what you want. This is simply not true. We need to assert changes in our lives by taking action. This law also states that you should not surround yourself with what you don't want. So for example, if you're struggling with your mental health, the law of attraction says you shouldn't surround yourself with support groups because the individuals who participate in support groups do not live a life representative of the one you want, even though you could greatly benefit from engaging in a support group by gaining just that, support, as well as guidance, growth, and healing. 
This law also states that you don't have to take responsibility in working to gain what you want because simply thinking and believing it should manifest what you want. So the law of attraction doesn't work because it doesn't exist. The more accurate and realistic concept is the principle of attraction. Now, the principle of attraction is an evidence-based phenomenon with foundations in positive psychology, goal-achieving research, and mind-brain sciences. And this is according to Neil Farber, MD and PhD. The principle of attraction states that like tends to attract like. Positivity usually attracts positivity, and negativity usually attracts negativity. Language matters, everyone. Our language creates our mindset, which creates our reality. Moreover, this is why the principle of attraction is abundantly beneficial to us. It gives us an opportunity to appreciate the power of optimism and positive thinking. Because positive people, people who practice being positive and optimistic, tend to have more personal success in their lives. They tend to have better careers, better jobs, higher salaries, more secure and meaningful relationships, and tend to be physically, emotionally, and mentally healthier. Positive people tend to be surrounded by other positive people, which creates more positivity and abundance. And when we adopt the concept of like tends to attract like, it gives us an an opportunity to actually visualize the process to achieving what we desire. What choices, decisions, and actions do you need to take? Per Neil Farber, MD and PhD, he says, quote, When we align our thoughts, feelings, and actions with our goals, it directs a particular part in our brain called the reticular activation system to sift through millions of sensory information to focus on that goal. How cool is that? He continues by saying, Like tends to attract like is a natural phenomenon that exists and occurs in our brains, not due to universal law. Because the law of attraction is anecdotal as opposed to evidence-based, like the principle of attraction, it's very detrimental. Here's the thing with the law of attraction. Things like natural disasters and social disasters are going to occur regardless of how positive or optimistic someone is. Also, the law of attraction victim blames. The principle of attraction does not blame victims. The law of attraction will say that sick infants and children and those who die from their ailments are at fault, whereas the principle of attraction will say that becoming ill or dying from said illness is absolutely not their fault. When it comes to compassion, the law of attraction will say to ignore the needy because those who are needy are not congruent with the goal and vision you have, which is to not be needy. The principle of attraction will say that empathy is necessary. Now, this is my favorite example because I hear this everywhere. In terms of action, the law of attraction states that the universe acts. The principle of attraction, on the other hand, focuses on you taking aligned and inspired action. I once saw a quote that said, nothing is accidental. The universe is too intelligent for that type of creation. When I saw that quote, Y'all, I gotta say, that that burned me up. <laughs> to be- okay, here's the thing. To believe that the vast, ever-expanding, infinitely spaced, and multi-billion-year-old universe has a unique plan for each of us minuscule and insignificant earthlings strips us of our agency and personal responsibility to create the life we want for ourselves and for our fellow humans. 
The universe isn't sentient. It has no idea what the heck we are or who we are, and it has no conscious thoughts, especially not in relation to human life that exists among the infinite universe. Also, if we are looking at any type of executive authority, especially one we do not fully understand, like the universe, I mean, scientists, astrophysicists, they don't even fully understand the universe. If we are looking at any type of executive authority, especially when we don't understand, how can we presume to know what it wants? It's illogical. Remember, the universe existed for billions of years prior to the emergence and existence of human life. The universe does not exist or function for the comfort, convenience, and agenda of human beings. What's going on in the universe and outside space is complete and utter random catastrophic chaos all the time. And this is why I'm so passionate about this topic is because truly believing and internalizing this belief that the universe has a sentient, individualized, prioritized plan for each human being, that's the surrender of reason. It's the surrender of logic. And that is problematic to the progression of human society. It's regressive. And in a way, it's frightening, at least to me. You know, I see a lot the topic and concept of manifestation. I see it a lot in the personal development and coaching arena. And, you know, the idea, the concept of manifestation is manifesting what you want simply by thinking it consistently. Here's the definition of manifestation. To manifest something means to make it evident or certain by display or showing. And a more accurate term and effective concept is personal agency, which is what I've been talking about in this episode. Agency is defined as action or intervention especially such as to produce a particular effect. Manifestation is wishful thinking, whereas personal agency or simply just agency is taking a responsibility to utilize our resources to take aligned and inspired action to create what we want. So what I encourage you to do is use the magic and power that is your personal agency to assert your dreams and goals and take action to support and nurture your desires. The power is yours. How empowering. Use it to abundantly serve yourself and to serve others as well. So I learned this information from this doctor, Dr. Neil Farber. He is a medical doctor and a professor of psychology at Arizona State University. And I discovered his articles on the principle of attraction on psychology today. And I discovered these articles because I always had these thoughts. I always thought the law of attraction didn't make sense. It never aligned or resonated with me that the universe had a plan for us and for, you know, that the universe is the executive authority. That never made sense to me. So I started doing some research and I uncovered this dude and he totally affirmed and validated my thoughts and he provided scientific reason to back it up, evidence-based research, which is wonderful. Y'all know how passionate I am about science. Science is my religion and uh, I love psychology. My bachelor's degree is in psychology and I really appreciate this particular study of mind and behavior in regards to the topic of believing in and valuing the law of attraction and it's interesting to see how people apply that to their lives and how it affects them and us humans as a collective. All right, everyone, I have included some sources in the show notes, including an article that I wrote on this topic on Medium. I hope this episode served you. I hope it empowered you to truly understand, lovingly accept, and generously apply your very real and abundant power to create any and all of what you want. Because you and your agency have limitless ability to create abundance in your life. Abundance is your birthright. Know this. 
I also hope this episode contributed to the nurturing and maintenance of unwavering self-respect and ultimately self-reference. If you like this episode, if you like this podcast, if it serves you, I invite you to please subscribe and rate it, which means you will be helping me to further my movement by getting this podcast into the awareness of more people so that I can support more people. Thank you so much to all of you who have subscribed and who have left a rating or review. It honestly means more to me than I can articulate in this moment. (sighs) All right, everyone. Until next time. Cheers. Baby, baby